0: Welcome to the International Water Association IWA podcast. This episode looks at uncertainty in the context of digitalization of the water sector. As our world becomes increasingly digitalized, more and more decisions are based on data models which comprise different types of uncertainties that need to be understood. In this episode, we talk about the importance of understanding uncertainty, focusing on three main questions. In the context of digitalization of the water sector, why is it important to consider the value of uncertainty? What are the main sources of uncertainty in the digital water sector? And finally, how can we reduce this uncertainty? I am Catherine Cross with IWA, and I'm here today with Dr. Peter Van Tienen from KWR Research Institute. Dr. Van Tienen is a senior researcher and chief information officer of KWR. In his role, Peter is working on strengthening KWR's position in image as a hydroinformatics research institute through coordination and communication. Dr. Van Tienen, along with Dragon Savage, is one of the authors of the IWA white paper, The Importance of Knowing What We Do Not Know, Uncertainty in Planning, Designing and Modelling of Urban Water Infrastructure. The white paper aims to raise attention to the many sources of uncertainty in digital decision-making and describes how hydroinformatics tools can help us to stay in control and also decide this with increased confidence. So, Dr. Vantinan, thank you for joining us uh, for this IWA podcast today.
1: So, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Catherine.
0: So, the first question is um, in this uh, discussion about uncertainty is that in the context of digitalization of the water sector, why is it important to consider the value of uncertainty?
1: Well, of course, we all know that uncertainty is everywhere. It is in many aspects of our everyday lives. Think of the weather, of the traffic, but also of the behavior of the people that it, you interact with. And we have our ways of dealing with this uncertainty. Um, in a sense, the water industry is also used to working with with certain types, at least, of uncertainty. For example, building water infrastructure that is going to last for decades requires you to think ahead and take into account the possibility of changes in the requirements on that infrastructure. For example, its capacity. But uncertainty is also in the data and the models that are, we are relying on more and more as our water systems become more di- digital. Many organizations are building digital twins now, which are meant to be digital replicates of real systems, but of course they're not true replicates or merely approximations. And I don't me- mean merely in the pejorative way here, but these digital twins really introduce a more solid basis for informed decision making, but this could also come with a misconception of the completeness and the reliability of these data and models and as a result, also of the predictions that these models make. This is true for operational application, but in particular also for answering strategic questions and doing strategic planning using these models or digital points.
0: Thank you for that answer. Um, it's in good to, to understand how uncertainty is incorporated in the digitalization of the water sector. And then following from this, uh, based on your experiences, what are the main sources of uncertainty that you have to deal with?
1: Well, we can make a distinction between three kinds of technical uncertainty. Uh, there's structural uncertainty, which is really about using the right model for the right job. And I think this is something which, which we have covered mostly. Then there's value uncertainty, which is about, for example, measurement and logging errors and data gaps. Yes. But it's not just sensors and measurements, it's also a great example, is, is our buried infrastructure. Some of it is quite new, but some of it is decades old or even older. Do we know all the materials and the diameters, or even the location of the pipes? Do we know tuberculation affects diameters and wall roughness of cast iron pipes. But still we model these pipe networks as if we know all these parameters. Uh, are all the valves-in-loop parts of the distribution network opened or closed as we think they are? This makes a big difference for model calculations, in particular when you must need them in crisis situations. Uh, the third technical type is unpredictability and which can result from human behavior. For example, how often do we take a shower? Do we install dual flush toilets? And these questions impact the availability, the treatment capacity, transport and distribution capacity, Uh, Also, questions like, do we decide to eat asparagus or carrots, which of course have very different water footprints. And this may not change from a lot from today to tomorrow, but over the next decade, this may um, change a lot. And there's also chaotic processes in complex systems. Think about our changing climates. We're probably heading for a three to four degree mean global temperature increase by 2100. We've only had 1.2 degrees so far, and we already see big effects of this on the, on the water cycle in terms of availability and timing, uh, stormwater, et cetera, but also on demand uh, for drinking water for agriculture. We can expect to see another degree in the coming decades, which will bring new extremes for sure. And the scale and the magnitude of these extremes are hard to predict, and the individual occurrences, of course, are impossible to predict. Also, we may expect uh, big numbers of climate refugees uh, maybe from 2050, and they will also require water and the associated infrastructure in the regions where they will move to. And this is on top of autonomous population growth. So these are big challenges for planning and for the modeling that is used in the planning process. And then in addition to these technical uh, sources of uncertainty, there's deep uncertainty in which even experts do not know or cannot agree on the best way to deal with a problem.
0: Thank you for explaining this. Um, and given these different types of uncertainty that you outline, well, how how can this be reduced? Um, how can we reduce this uncertainty?
1: Well, okay, Catherine, it's it's partly a question of reducing uncertainty, and it's also partly a question of dealing with the uncertainty. So, the continuous application and verification of numerical models with observations will lead to iterative improvements with respect to the model itself, and also. Part of the parameters which are used in the models such as the five parameters which i mentioned before but we should keep in mind that this is not true for all models for example models that include social or behavioral elements uh, because in in these cases there's a potential feedback between the model and the behavior uh, i think the best opportunities for the reduction of value uncertainty are in all the sensors and inspection tools that we are starting to install in the and through digital tools, they provide us with more information about processes and also about the infrastructure itself. And it seems we're only at the beginning of this development. And in addition to this, also more and more environmental data has become freely available, which allows us to reduce uncertainty by replacing generic estimates or extrapolations from low-resolution data, which we previously models, uh, and decision supports with real local uh, data. Uh, Of course unpredictability is mostly impossible to reduce, so we need to deal with that. And we can do that by making water systems perform well in spite of changing conditions, be they social or environmental in nature. And there are two aspects to that. There's efficiency and there's resilience. And efficiency I mean in the sense of reducing loss of productivity or service, for example, leakage from drinking water networks. Of course we all know that there's a world to be gained there, and digital approaches can be a real game changer here, providing the tools to accurately detect and localize leaks. It's also important to increase the resilience of our water supply systems. And with resilience, of course, we mean the ability to respond flexibly to circumstances that may or may not have changed temporarily. Digital water also helps here. For example, monitoring by sensors and the remote sensing combined with models to interpret the data help to understand changing circumstances and the water systems respond to these uh, changing circumstances. By the way, it's interesting to note that efficiency in the broad sense of resilience are somewhat confident in objectives, so there's a trade-off there. So where we can, we need to include uncertainties in digital models and predictions that we use in our operations and strategic planning. And this means acknowledging the uncertainties in our model inputs and working with models that predict probability distributions for results rather than single numbers. Now, can, for example, apply robust or resilient optimization to maximize the capability of a system to deal with adverse circumstances under uncertainty. Think of a system that can take water from different sources and supply, supply an entire area. Of course, the, the, principle, the principle is obvious, but the exact design and required sizing are not, and digital tools help you to maximize and quantify the probability that this will actually work when you most need it. And finally, it's important to realize that not all the uncertainties in, for example, how the environment develops can be captured with this approach. And this means that in addition to uh, working with robustness, adaptability to new circumstances is also an important factor in the design. So both natural and constructed systems must be monitored and system designs must be reevaluated from time to time and adapted where necessary using the same set of digital tools.
0: Thank you for your insights, Dr. Van Tienen, um, on how the water sector can deal with uncertainty and how digital tools can play a part in this. And also how you touched on the integration of uncertainty into models and how we can adapt to, to the uncertainty that is a part of our lives. On that note, thank you for joining us and thank you to all our listeners. If you'd like to know more about digital water, you can join the IWA Digital Water Group on iwaconnect.org.